over what is a central bank digital currency. Now, the reason why I want to go over this, and this is actually a breakdown by Investopedia, which you know is an amazing resource, but I like how they did this. But the reason why I'm doing this, even though they wrote this back in like October 15th, 2020, and is like at the time of this recording, it's like what March 25th, 2021. Now, the reason why I want to go over this and talk about it is because you really got to understand that where technology is going in the next few years and what even the Federal Reserve even mentioned where they are thinking about actually creating their own digital currency. And I think it's important to understand what actually is a central bank digital currency. And so we're going to go into it. So what is a central bank digital currency or a CBDC? So a central bank digital currency uses a blockchain-based token to represent the digital form of a fiat currency of a particular nation or region. A CBDC is centralized. It is issued and regulated by the competent monetary authority of the country. So the understanding central bank digital currencies. Over the years, traditional banking regulatory authorities across the globe have struggled to control the growing clout of popular cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and Ethereum, which work on a blockchain network. Such virtual currencies have gained immense popularity owing to their decentralized and regulation-free nature and have become a threat to the present-day traditional banking system that operates under the purview and control of a country's regulatory authority, such as a central bank. There is no clarity about any suitable reserve maintenance to back up the valuations of cryptocurrencies. Additionally, the continued launch of new cryptocurrencies has also raised concerns about the possibility of scams, thefts, and hacks. So unable to control the growth and influence of such cryptocurrencies, Many leading central banks across the globe are working on or contemplating launching their own versions of cryptocurrencies. These regulated cryptocurrencies are called central bank digital currencies and will be operated by the respective monetary authorities or central banks of a particular country. Also called digital fiat currencies or digital base money, CBDC will act as a digital representation of a country's fiat currency and will be backed by a suitable amount of monetary reserves like gold or foreign currency reserves. But the thing that you also got to understand too, I kind of disagree with this part, is that you got to understand, like, think about like the US dollar. The US dollar isn't really actually based off of anything, right? Like, it's not really backed by anything. It's not really backed by gold or silver anymore. It used to be, but not so anymore. They just keep printing money. So what you could kind of think of is, technically speaking, there's almost no difference than what the United States is doing with their money right now compared to what a CBDC would be, right? Which I find very interesting that we're in this kind of like situation and also position where we're having technology reach a certain threshold to where potentially the United States could probably replace the whole monetary system with a digital dollar, right? 
So each CBDC unit will act as a secure digital instrument equivalent to a paper bill and can be used as a mode of payment, a store of value, and an official unit of account. Like a paper-based currency note that carries a unique serial number, each CBDC unit will also be distinguishable to prevent imitation since it will be part of the money supply controlled by the central bank. It will work alongside other forms of regular money like coins, bills, notes, and bonds, and CBDC aims to bring in the best of both worlds, the convenience and security of digital form like cryptocurrencies and the regulated reserve-backed money circulation of the traditional banking system. The particular central bank or other competent monetary authority of the country will be solely liable for its operations. Now, the reason why I could see something like this actually becoming a thing in the future, other than all these sci-fi shows I watched as a kid, Right? You gotta think of it like this. Let's say we take the NFT craze that's going on right now as an example, right? When you buy an NFT, there is a history, there is a record of you buying the original NFT, right? Like, and you could trade that NFT to another person and it's tracked. So you know whether or not who actually owns this NFT. The same thing could be said about this whole, you know, CBDC, right? If you give, let's just say we give one, I'm going to use like popcorn as an example, right? Let's say I have one popcorn CBDC, right? I give this to another person as like the form of payment, right? That transaction is automatically, basically, logged in the whole uh, cryptocurrency, basically the blockchain, where there's a record of that process, right? There's a record of that sale or that transaction, right? They know this individual transferred this amount of money, this popcorn, to this other person at this time, right? So there is a record of it which also would allow basically people who are like lending out money. It's like, oh, this person lent out money to this person and this is how much they actually owe this person and we know everything about them, right? So that's something that you got to think about, right? This would allow transactions to be tracked a lot easier. And the reason why I would actually be open to this happening in the United States is because if you've ever been to a gas station enough times, a gas station will end up giving you a forged bill, like a fake bill. If you go to gas stations enough, you will get a fake bill, right? So instead of like the $10 you're supposed to get in change, right, the $10 bill, it might actually only be like $1 with some weird thing on it making it look like $10, right? And this will happen to you if you keep going to places like gas stations or like things where cash is exchanged very often, right? Especially depending on the location of where that gas station is. So you got to be careful with that. You got to be careful with, you know, transacting with cash. But the thing is, this is similar to transacting with cash, but there is a record of everything and you can't BS the blockchain. Like everything on the blockchain is what's on the blockchain. So you can't lie about, oh, you know, I give you one popcorn. I actually literally gave you a popcorn, right? 
I didn't give you a fake popcorn. I gave you that popcorn. So that's something to really think about because it will help prevent scams like like forging money, right? Or counterfeit money, right? Because you can't create a counterfeit CBDC. Now, there could be scams where people try to steal CBDC, right? But at the same time, that is tracked, right? So you know where that's actually going. So the examples of CBDCs to date... No country has officially launched a central bank-backed digital currency. Many central banks, however, have launched pilot programs and research projects aimed at determining a CBDC's viability and usability. So the Bank of England was the pioneer to initiate the CBDC proposal. Following that, central banks of other nations like China's People's Bank of China and Bank of Canada and central banks of Yorge Thailand, Venezuela, Sweden, and Singapore, among others, are looking into the possibility of introducing a central bank-issued digital currency. Russia has been moving forward with its creation of the crypto ruble. Announced by Vladimir Putin in 2017, it is speculated that one of the main reasons for Putin's interest in blockchain is that transactions are encrypted and thus easier to discreetly send money without worrying about sanctions placed on the country by the international community. This theory gained traction after the Financial Times reported in January 2018 that one of Putin's economic advisors, Sergei Glaziev, said during a government meeting that this instrument, i.e. the crypto ruble, suits us very well for sensitive activity on behalf of the state. So basically, hits, right? We can settle accounts with our counterparties all over the world with no regard for sanctions. Glaziev himself was placed under sanctions by President Obama that prevented him from trading in or traveling to America in 2014. And Venezuela has been purported to be working on a CBDC called the Petro since 2017, which would be backed by physical stocks of crude oil. The Venezuelan government also announced Petro Gold in 2018, allegedly pegged to the value of oil, gold, and other precious metals. By the way, if you're interested in like investing into cryptocurrency, you could you know join Coinbase down below in the description of this episode, or you could check out Robinhood, get a free stock worth up to potentially five hundred dollars by joining, and you could actually start investing into cryptocurrency on there too, which is pretty cool. By the way, I think a CBDC or central bank digital currency could potentially be a viable thing, and to the point where it could actually be something where. It might be the norm. Like if you've ever watched like one of those like old school sci-fi like shows and, you know, instead of like dollars, it's called digits, right? Or credits. That's basically what it's been like sometimes been called, right? Like, oh, this costs like 500,000 credits, right? Whoever knows that, you know, the, you know, how much that actually converts to. But it'd be interesting if in the future what we're actually using is credits, like old school sci-fi stuff where like, oh yeah, I bought a water bottle with credits, right? Like individual digital credits that are all tracked. It'd be very interesting to see what happens in the future. 